Hi, welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. This is podcast number 90, I think. And oh boy, has it been a journey. Should we do something special for podcast number 100? Should we? I don't know. I'll probably... I'll I'll probably do do something like or not I don't know I'll probably say hey this is the hundredth podcast look how special it is it's like an hour long episode or something anyway in this podcast it is aptly titled uh, I want you to stop being a dick to yourself because we have these self thoughts. And it's something that I find, uh, if you if you do follow me, you'll, you'll notice that I do talk about trends. Trends that I observe with other people. And, and sometimes trends that I observe with myself. But overall, the trend that I've been noticing recently is the trend of negative self-talk. And this negative self-talk is the silent killer. The silent killer killer. Usually, we have inherited a negative self-talk from people that are usually not us. For example, your parents. And we always, a lot of it does come back to parents and, you know, you can blame your parents, but really there's no one to blame. It's just worth knowing where these things sometimes come from. Sometimes from TV, sometimes from your friends who get it from their parents. But have just as a quick aside, have you ever called yourself stupid for something? Have you ever called yourself terrible? Or have you ever said, oh, but I could have done better? This are all really subtle forms of self-hate. Little, little, little seeds of doubt that start small and end up growing into terrible, terrible trees in the garden of your life that you are the conscious creator of. But when you were a child, did you call yourself terrible or stupid or an idiot? Did you? Probably not. And I say probably not because... Usually, we learn these habits from other people. We learn these habits from, say, our parents, who learnt their habits from, say, their parents, who learnt the habits from, say, the friends. And we don't know where it started. I don't know where, what, what person decided calling themselves an idiot was a real good idea. But this spread like wildfire. It spread like wildfire because we didn't know how to handle it. It was new. For example, you know, it's like it's like any any medical epidemic, right? It spreads and then we get a vaccine for it. Or we, we develop some antibodies and then it pretty much dies. But this has been an epidemic that has been going on for for years and years and centuries and decades and whatever. Originally, it might have been developed from a sense of control. You know, a, a king wanted to make sure his peasants were in place, and he said, you'll never be as kingly as me, and they believed him. But what's interesting here is, and I don't know if this is you, because guess what? This is a podcast. I'd like to know if this is you, and if we're working one-on-one, I would know. 
But what happens is, is someone tried to put you in your place. And you believed them. You kept that way. So I'm here in this podcast to sort of talk about this a little bit deeper. But more importantly, to offer offer a solution. Because wouldn't that be nice? Because the amount of times that when I work with people one-on-one, let's just, let's just, Let's just get straight to the point. The amount of times that I work with people one-on-one, and it's like the first two weeks that I speak to people, and what I'm doing is, is I'm literally just slowing their, their, their thoughts down, right? I'm slowing their negative thought process down is is like almost I would say like 80% of the people. And it's really funny because they were like, oh, I had this amazing situation, but I didn't do it further. I'm a terrible person. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And I I'm spending this time working with them, getting to them to realize that maybe things happened as perfectly as they were meant to happen. Sure, they could have done better, but they could have done worse and maybe they should just goddamn trust themselves. Because if you trust yourself, you step one. Step one is trusting that a deeper part of you already knows what the hell is going on. That sure you could have done better, but maybe you had your reasons. Maybe you did the best you could. Let's talk about your brain for a first little second here. Your brain is a perfect problem-solving technique. And if you ever get on the phone with me, you'll hear me yell this at you until you understand it. Your brain... Your brain, your brain, your brain will always export answers that are perfect for whatever question you asked and given the information. That you, as you know, as someone who has a brain, are somewhat privy to this. So, for example, if I ask you, how do you get to the moon? You say rocket. <laughs> how do you get to Mars? Probably a bigger rocket. Now, the question was not... The question was not, how do we build a rocket? The question was, how do we get to the moon? Or how do we get to Mars? You came up with an answer. You usually come up with an answer that is perfect for the question at the time. So first of all, we've got to start asking ourselves better questions. <laughs> how do I get out of bed? <laughs> Versus, how do I feel good getting out of bed? But then we get to step two. Now, step two is where we really start to become a conscious creator of our own lives and our own relationships. And I say this lives and relationships because what helps one usually helps the other, and I'm here to help you with both. But then we get to really be conscious creators. And I want you to really understand this, that the negative self-talk that we have is, with anything else, it's conditioning. You know, for example, you go to the gym, you lift some weights, you'll condition your muscles to get bigger. Another thing, you go to, you meet your partner, you give them a big hug hello every time you see them, you condition them to love you more or, or be at least be excited to see you. So this negative self-talk, I want you to imagine for a second, just imagine a, a talk or a self-talk that you have currently. Now, it might just be that you you think you could do better. It might be that you don't know what to do next in life. It might be that you you, you should have said something when you didn't. You might have this thought that goes through your head that you say that you're social. You might be terrible at business, or at least you think so. You know, at least, notice how I say at least you think so. Because I'm like, 
It's like you could be terrible at this or it could just be a thought that you have, you know? Usually these thoughts are what we create. You know, the amount of times that I've spoken to someone and they 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 create what they fear is 100% of the time, you know? So we create these things. So I want you to have something in mind and I want you to ask yourself, what's something better to feel or think about this thing? Now, it doesn't have to be true, but what's something better to feel and think? Like, for example, if you think you could have done better, does saying you did the best you could feel better than saying you could have done better? I don't know about you, but it does for me. You might say, but I... You might say... You might say, and I'm not done yet. You might say, but yeah, but but I didn't do better. It's like, but did you do the best you could? Usually, usually, and I say this very usually because I see this in myself and I see this with everyone that I work with, right? That our brain and our emotional system prefers feeling good. You know, let, let me ask you this. What do you like to feel? Do you like to feel happy or sad? Oh, what would you prefer? Now, there are some people out there who are so depressed, they're like, you know, it's okay to be sad. I go, I'm not saying it's not okay to be sad, but what I'm asking you is, is what do you prefer? Happiness or sadness? If you were to spend your life living one emotion out of the two for the rest of your goddamn life, what would it be? Happiness or sadness? What do you prefer? You cannot answer a question like that without favoring one Without your, your mind or your body or your soul or every part of you getting more refined and defined to living more your authentic nature. You know, because you find what you want. I'm not the first person to say this. You find what you want when you find what you don't want. And so when we understand the differences between these things in our life, right, we tend to lean towards the ones that we like. For example, you go on a date with someone who doesn't appreciate you, you better believe that you've gone on that date to realize, hey, I like going on dates with people that appreciate me. It's simple. It's stuff like that. You get better at it. One of my clients the other day, she was saying, uh, I don't know, like, I just want to have decided already. And I was telling her, well, that impatience will stop you from deciding because right now you are deciding. It's, it's through this, this trial and error process that we do so decide and we have to just respect that because if we don't respect that, then we prolong it. And this is why getting past this negative self-talk is so important because if we don't respect our own mind, we prolong the pain. And do you want to prolong the pain? Choice is yours. Some people do. Some people don't. Some people love the pain because what, what does it do? It gives them drama. But more importantly, people love the pain because it helps them feel what they're avoiding feeling. It's like if, they, if they've been avoiding hurt for their entire lives and it's about time that they let go and surrendered to that feeling of hurt. Because when you let go and surrender to it, you become a master of it. It's almost like you can't feel that emotion ever again. And I mean that not in a like you numb yourself to it, but it's like, it's like, it's like imagine... Imagine that your emotional spectrum is like a restaurant and you've gone through the restaurant and tasted everything. You pretty soon learn that, oh, but the salad, the Caesar salad is really terrible. <laughs> and the, and the, um, and, uh, the, the, the porterhouse steak is okay on Wednesdays. But the, but the, the salmon, 
You can get the salmon every day. So you develop a deeper lexicon of your emotional spectrum. And during that, your subconscious, because the reason why we feel our emotions, and I say this, feel your emotion without modifying, feel it 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 without modifying, over and over and over and over and over again. The reason why we say that is because you bring out your goddamn suppressed emotions, bring them to light. When you bring them to light, usually the act of observing them, you step the hell out of it. But how does this all relate to negative emotions? How does this all relate? Well, first of all, a lot of the negative emotions we have are really deep subconscious things. So that's why it takes working with a coach sometimes to pull you out of it. Unless you're one of those sociopaths who, who like to bottle themselves up in a room and deal with their emotions that way. You know, you're either that person or you work with a coach. There's no other way. Um, but, but we have to replace these thoughts. We have to replace them. Because it's no longer serving you. It's no longer serving you to be a dick to yourself. <laughs> to be an asshole to yourself. But these, but these negative thoughts come in such variety. Such variety. They might even be, and I really want you to understand this, they might even be in forms of thoughts that feel good. Like, for example, a lot of people say pride is a sin. Sometimes the things we feel pride, proud about are things we hold on to so dearly that we almost choke it to the rest of our life. Sometimes we, we hold on to desires. That's another big thing we hold on to. This is where I say learn to trust yourself more. You don't have to hold on to your desires. You don't have to squeeze it every day and force yourself to think about it every goddamn day. You, you're probably doing it at a deep level. Holding yourself through your emotions and feeling them and allowing yourself to truly feel them. Like, let, let's, let side, side, sidestep, sidestep. Have you ever been through a breakup? <laughs> and the breakup, right? Have you ever been through a breakup and the breakup was an accumulation of a lot of stuff happening. Like it took its sweet ass time to happen, but it was really building up, 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 building up. Usually it's because the person who's feeling that emotion is suppressing it. It's like, yeah, but you know, but they're a really good person. It's it's okay. Or like, yeah, but we're married. Or yeah, we got this. Or yeah, we got that. So you suppress that emotion and then life gives you more of what you avoid. And then, so eventually you, you are so bottled up and fueled up that the only option left is for you to remove the thorn that's in your side, which is the other person. But if you dealt with that emotion at a tiny spectrum, it'd be like, honey, can you mind not, like, rocking up five minutes late for a thing? I don't know. Like, whatever it is that annoys you. Honey, can you please, instead of watching pornography, can you please, like, do me instead? Whatever. Like, people, people got their own things, right? But it's usually an accumulation. It's usually an accumulation of these things that results in heavy, 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 heavy thoughts. So I'm asking you here to love yourself. I'm asking you here to feel goddamn good about yourself. Because when you do that, 
other people can start to feel good about you. And this is the purest form of self-love. So if you're here on this journey, right, I do want to offer something to you. And I always do every call. Every call, every every podcast, every podcast. If you're interested in working with me, which I bet by now you probably are, just feel it. I want you to imagine what it would be like if you had a coach on your side. More specifically, I want you to imagine if you had someone like me on your side. Someone like me that can help navigate the emotions. Someone like me that can help make things just seem easier and not only seem easier, become easier because I don't like to deal with delusion. Not only that, well, imagine what it would be like to have someone like me just help you sort your stuff out, point out the stuff that is like, hey, you're a real ass to yourself when you do this. Because through that, do we become aware? And through that awareness, do we heal? So if that is you, which it probably is, I don't know. I'm, I, this is an audio recording. You can go to gethimhook.com, you can learn about my six-week program, and more importantly, you can apply for a complimentary coaching call. So this is a coaching call for us to get to know each other. Usually the magic happens when we have gone into something a hell of a lot deeper. But remember this, change, progress, growth, if you're one of these people who's wanted more and you feel stuck, happens in an instant. Happens in an instant. Self-love is not a bubble bath. It's not some technique that you have to do with yourself. That is like some external thing. It comes from within. It comes from feeling yourself, knowing yourself. Deciding to feel good about yourself. So, as always, I love you. I know you. You're amazing. And you're really just a damn cool person. (laughs) And I look forward to talking to you next week. Oh, here's the announcement as well. An announcement... An announcement is that I've changed up my content production schedule, which means there's going to be more YouTube videos. If I haven't already told you this, there's going to be more YouTube videos because it's no longer every Wednesday. It's more like every whenever I want, which is usually a lot of the time. Same thing with articles and same thing with the podcast. So it's just really convenient that it happened to be released on the Saturday, which is normally when I do these podcasts. Um, but there's nothing stopping me from saying, hey, I'm going to film it on, record it on a Wednesday, set it out on a Saturday, or record it on a Wednesday, set it out on the Wednesday. So we're going to be pumping it out in a weird and wonderful way because really sometimes we hold on to things that really gave us security and I have someone who's let go of a lot of security recently. If you've seen me cut my hair, it's because of that. I'm shedding layers emotionally and um, here we are. So thank you so much for listening. You're an amazing person and I look forward to talking to you for more latest greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.